Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Rachel Baylor continues our 10 Practices series, where we are talking about 10 daily and weekly practices that can define our faith and bring growth in our life. Rachel talks about worship this week, specifically encouraging FG students to join in on times of corporate worship. Jesus and his disciples give us an example of corporate worship and singing together in Mark 14, verse 26. And we should follow this example of pausing in our busy lives to worship God the Father. She talks about how worship renews our faith and restores our joy. We hope you enjoy the message. Hey, high school. I miss you guys so much, but I'm super excited to talk to you guys tonight about one of my favorite practices in our 10 Practices series it's our eighth one. Oh man, I did seven, but it's our eighth one. And um, it's one that I've been practicing for a while and it's the practice of worship. So worship is kind of a broad thing in Christian culture. It can be worship music. It can be praying. It can be teaching, worshiping through teaching. It can be worshiping through tithing. There's so many things, very broad things that um, we do is worship to be a follower of Jesus. But the focus today I want to take is of corporate worship and singing because we see Jesus um, do that with his disciples. So us as FG students has defined worship for you, this practice of worship as expressing our love and adoration to God within the community of the church, which is the DNA of God's people. So we believe that this is part of our DNA, worshiping God together. Um, And it's what we're all about. So first, I want to share a personal story with you guys, since I said it's one of my favorite practices, right? Um, I've always loved going to church. I have always seen it as like a second home, a second family to me. Um, It's kind of like a safe place. Everyone's like full of joy. Everyone's excited to see each other. I just love it. Um, But one of the things that happened to me when I was little um, kind of changed that for me a little bit. So you know how you always remember the bad parts of things and not really like the good parts. Like that's just kind of how our mind works. We just remember bad memories. So this is a fun bad memory from little Rachel at church. So when I was in third grade, what would happen when I grew up was I would go to big church. Um, and then after that, I would go to Sunday school with my friends. So I'd go to big church with my family, Sunday school with my friends. Maybe you grew up doing the same thing. And, um, when I was in third grade, I remember, I would stand up to worship with my family, like to sing, and I would start blacking out. So my eyes would like start getting like fuzzy and black, and then I couldn't see. And so I remember getting like really hot and sweaty, and I would like um, touch my mom's arm and like tell her what was going on. And then she would take me to the back to the bathroom, put like a wet paper towel on my head to like cool me down. And then I would just kind of sit in the hallway and wait until church was over. And then one of my parents would take me home. Um, and it was really scary, didn't really know what was going on. And this would happen like every Sunday for a couple of months. And it was super weird. Like it just came out of nowhere. Um, I just remember it happening and it was just so annoying. I was like, dude, I don't, I want to go to Sunday school with my friends. Like, I don't want to leave church. And so, um, I remember in third grade, we were learning a lot about the armor of God. And so as a little third grader, little baby Rachel, third grader, I started praying the armor of God over myself as protection because I really felt like Satan was trying to take me out of church. I felt like he didn't want me to be there. And um, yeah, so I started praying it over myself. And that same Sunday that I started praying the armor of God, it stopped happening. I didn't black out anymore. Um, I didn't feel like I was going to pass out. I was fine. I could stand up and sing with my family. I could sit and listen to the sermon. I was fine. So I tell you this because church is really important to me. And 
I saw back then that Satan didn't want me at church, which is ironic because now I work at a church. Um, but I really saw that as spiritual warfare of Satan didn't want us worshiping together as a family or a body of Christ. And he knows that corporate worship and the church unifies us as a body. And he all he wants to do is break us apart. Um, and so nowadays I get super excited to go to church because like I said, it's like my second family. I want to be united with you guys. I want to be united with the body of Christ. I get super excited to go, even though I'm really not a morning person. Um, everyone that knows me closely, like my friends and family knows that I'm not a morning person. Um, I really appreciate you people that love getting up and getting your morning cup of coffee and chasing sunrises, but that's just not me. I'm a night owl, but going to church weekly, the weekly services, it renews me for the rest of the week. Um, if I miss it, I feel off for the rest of the week because it's become a rhythm in my life since I was little. So I want to talk about why is corporate worship so important? Why is it so significant in our walk with Christ? So like all of the 10 practices that we've done, we follow Jesus's example. So we've seen him build relationships with people. We've seen him in prayer. We've seen him in time of solitude or in creation. And we even see him practicing corporate worship. So I want to take you to one verse in the Bible this week, just one, pretty simple. Um, and it's in Mark 14, verse 26. So go ahead and turn to Mark chapter 14. And I want to give you some um, background of what's happening in this chapter. So Judas has betrayed Jesus. Um, and Jesus and the 12 disciples just had the Last Supper, um, which is big. I mean, most of us know about the Last Supper. And then this verse happens before Jesus and the 12 go up to the Mount of Olives before he's arrested. So verse 26 in Mark 14 says, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. That's it. Pretty simple. Um, they sung a hymn and then they went up to the Mount of, Ol Mount of Olives together. Um, and I, I love how simple this verse is, how it's not abstract or complicated. Um, Jesus worshiped and sang in the midst of this big moment in his ministry. Like I said, he's about to get arrested, but he shows his disciples the importance of just stopping and worshiping the Father, um, just singing praises to God. Um, he shows them the importance of it, and he shows us the importance of it too by this verse. So I want to ask you, do you make this practice a big, a big deal in your life? Do you take time out of your busy and crazy week to focus solely on the Lord with your brothers and sisters in Christ? Or do you skip over it, um, like sometimes we do in this verse, and not see it as an important part of your walk with the Lord? Jesus took time to stop and sing praises to God even before he was about to get arrested. And I think he wants us to stop and take time to worship God our Father um, in the craziness and busyness of our lives too. So like I said, worship is broad. Um, it can mean Sunday services. It can mean personal worship. Maybe you listen to worship or pray when you're in the car just driving around Greenville. Um, but I want to take a time to focus on corporate worship and singing together. So in the Bible, we see singing as a big part in this verse, Mark 14, verse 26, because they sang a hymn together. Um, but the Bible also says a lot about us being a singing people as Christians. In the Psalms, it says, to sing to the Lord over 40 times, which is crazy. Um, in Colossians 3, verse 16, it says to sing songs with thankful hearts. And in Ephesians 5, verse 19, Paul is talking about how we should live. And he says that we should live by speaking hymns and songs to one another to sing and make music in our hearts to the Lord. How cool is that? We're singing people and we see it 
in Mark. We see it in the Psalms. We see it from um, Paul in Colossians and Ephesians. So besides Jesus's example and the Bible's example of these things, why is corporate worship so important to us? What does it do for our faith? One of my favorite pastors and philosophers, Matt Densky, once said, coming together regularly and sharing these moments actually connects us with each other while connecting us to the Father. I love this quote. I love how it ties together the great things and the beauty that comes from corporate worship, how we have shared moments, how it connects us as a body of Christ, and it also connects you and I personally to the heart of the Father. So worship is important, and I believe that worshiping together as a body does two things. I think that it renews our faith, and I think that it restores our joy. So let's talk about how it renews our faith. Coming together as a church and thinking about everyone together worshiping God, we're obviously all there for one main reason. Um, our focus is on the same thing, and we all have the same um, vision coming into the church, and that's to give God praise, give him glory, give him worship. All eyes are on him, and it goes back to our definition that we have from FG students, expressing our love and adoration to God. It's important to set aside specific time to just praise him, to set aside time from our thoughts, from our busy schedules, from our desires, from our anxieties, just specifically to take time to worship him. Worshiping God and glorifying him changes us. It renews our faith in him. And it also restores our joy. Joy from worshiping, we see this in Psalm 95 verses 1 through 2. It says, come let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him, which means to praise him enthusiastically with music and song. So when we're singing and worshiping with thankful hearts, our joy is restored. Or even if we're coming to worship him and our hearts are weary and tired, our joy is restored. So one time I heard this really fun phrase that's called a secret joy. Um, and the secret joy comes from self-forgetfulness. So self-forgetfulness is probably what it sounds like. It's forgetting yourself and focusing on something else, which in this aspect is God. And there's a joy that's restored when we focus less on ourselves and more on the goodness of God, who he is and what he's done for us. There's also a joyful awareness that we're not alone. Um, so I think that's one of the coolest things when we come together at church is we get to see everyone focusing on God. We get to see that we're not alone in giving our hearts to the Lord and praising him. And it's really cool just to see people in deep worship and deep thought and deep prayer, people that are raising their hands because they're joyful or they're surrendering to the Lord. We're not alone and it's cool um, that worshiping brings unity and it helps us realize that we're not alone in having our souls satisfied in him. Other people are doing that too. So how many times have you been too tired to go to church? You kind of, you wake up on a Sunday morning and you're like, oh my gosh, I stayed up way too late Saturday night and I'm just too tired. I just can't go to church. But then you do it, you make the decision to go and to worship God and you leave restored. You leave more joyful than you came in. That's because your joy was restored. Or how many times have you missed church and you feel like you're lacking something? You just feel off for the rest of the week. That's because you need your joy restored. There's a uniqueness in worshiping the same God with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And when we do this, it renews our faith and it restores our joy. So what do you guys need to do in this practice? What do you need to do to incorporate worship? I think you need to accept our invitation. What's cool about Fellowship Greenville is that we've given you guys specific times. So um, that means in the morning, joining us as a church, Fellowship Greenville online at 11 a.m., 
And that means at night, joining us for FG Students High School at 7 p.m. on YouTube. And it's easy. Like we've already created this as a regular rhythm in your life, but you have to do it. You have to decide to choose that. And if you're on here right now, that means that you have. So good job. Congratulations. You're doing it. You're practicing this practice. Um, but we want you to continue to do that. We want you to make the choice. Um, a lot of times maybe your parents might make you go on Sunday mornings with them or you come on Sunday nights because your friends are here and you just want to see them. But right now it's just you. It's just you and your YouTube. You have to make the choice to dig into this practice. And we want you to do so because we think it's a really important practice. And right now it might be hard with coronavirus happening. You might be slacking off. Um, you might not even know what day it is. We get it. You might not know even what time it is. But it's important to make it a practice because practicing means making time for something that's important to you. Um, what's also cool about the practice of worship is that it's a weekly practice. So it's once a week on Sundays. Obviously, you can worship throughout the week too, but this one's a weekly practice to join us on our online services every week and worship with us. That's our challenge for you. So make time, set aside time to join us in corporate worship together. And what's also cool about the practice of worship is that it incorporates a lot of our 10 practices. It incorporates prayer, scripture, taking time to rest your soul, building relationships. And we know that building relationships is a lot harder on an online venue. We totally get that. But you can text your friends. You guys can watch it together um, and maybe talk about what you've learned from the sermon or what really impacted you from the service this week. So join us. We want you guys to join us. Um, again, if you're watching now, great job, but invite some friends. Invite some friends to really incorporate this practice into their life. Right now, we're experiencing weird times. Um, we've all seen it in the news. We've all seen it on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. It's weird times. And I really believe that we need to come together as the body of Christ. Um, it's a time to renew our faith and to restore our joy.